Juggling Podcast number 50, Juggling Superpowers. Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number... 50. 50, that's right, we got up to 50 podcasts, which I think is a pretty good number, isn't it? Uh, not many podcasts, I don't think, get up to 50 episodes of anything. Uh, I don't know, I don't listen to podcasts. Well, it's true, often podcasts will only, only last for um, not that long, anyway. For this oh, my name is Luke Burridge, by the way, and sitting next to me is... Paula Brentler. And we're in Berlin at the moment, having a good time in Berlin. It's it's gone from um, hat and coat and gloves and scarf weather to t-shirt weather, weather to bikini weather in about three days. So we've just been sitting outside in the backyard. We've been doing bits of gardening. Or Polo's been doing a lot of gardening. I just wanted to say you helped out one tiny bit. Yeah, well, sort of. I've been doing some bits and pieces and helping you pick up wood. I've been doing. I've been helping out quite a bit. But anyway, there was sun out there for the first time properly when we were out there and. The backyard has got this sort of like slot where the sun shows up for about 20, 30 minutes a day and then the sun disappears again. And these minutes are wonderful. Yeah, it's a fantastic time. So we've been sitting out there, which has been pretty good. Um, other, uh, well, let's stop it now. I don't want to get into this again. Um, other stuff that we're... <laughs> How is it? So it's only when we start doing the podcast is when you start doing um, bodily functions. Anyway, so let's... Um, what? So let's move on to um, uh, some some of the topics. What we're going to talk about here? Oh yeah, first of all, um, Paula, tell me about your TV show. How's that going? The perfect dinner. In the perfect dinner is going quite well. Don't put the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's fine. I'm. I seem to be a bit, or they show me a bit arrogant and and cool. I mean, cold. Which is a pity because I think I'm not very a very cold person. Uh, but they got out of the material they had. They they managed to make me one, and it's a pity. Well, I guess that's that's what they do with TV shows. You just gotta you gotta accept it that you're doing their thing, and they have these different characters. Of course, in case you just haven't kept track over the past podcast, the perfect dinner is this cooking show where one person cooks a meal for four people, and then they go to five different people's houses over five different nights throughout the week. So we've got a whole week of sitting at home and watching this. And I think tomorrow is Polar's night, isn't it, on the Thursday? Yes. And of course, we're going to have lots of people around and and feed them, and or they're going to feed themselves. I don't know how it's going to work. And we're going to watch Polar Polar cook in our apartment on TV. What's the viewers? It's only in Germany, isn't it? This program. But what are the viewers here in 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 Germany? Uh, what do you mean? How many people watch this kind of thing? Is it popular? Uh, I think two million people. Wow! So two million people are going to be seeing our apartment and seeing Polar plus juggle. The thirty from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, plus the extra thirty people who maybe listen to this in German Germany who are going to tune in on Thursday night um, to to watch this, which is which could be good fun. Um, but also, Polar wants to. Uh, you did this more out of uh, to sell your art as well, to show people your artwork and to sell that. Of course. I mean, it was as an advertisement for my for my pictures for my art. Is it working? Uh, I hope so. I think it will. I mean, it wasn't our flat yet, so yeah, they have, I guess they haven't Thursday seen Thursday night. Well, that's pretty cool. So uh, that's working out. Polo's big TV show. But I got fan post already. Fan, po- oh, you got, you got text messages of random people on the first night. Emails. Yeah, 
because uh, polar, you know, they just look at polar art or polar juggling because they showed polar juggling on the first night or something like that. And you can very easily find our home address and our email addresses and telephone numbers on our websites, which is fair enough. You know, we expect people to get in I contact. Think polar and Berlin is enough. <laughs> Yeah, Polar's not a very common name. Let me put it this way. Anyway, so some feedback that we got. Lots of really good feedback. I keep getting these cool messages saying things like, hey, uh, it's good to listen to the podcast um, because you're my only connection to the outside world. I just had one of the Facebook one message that I got on Facebook. I can't find it now. But um, it's been great to do that. I'm not quite sure if that's really cool that we're people's connections to the like juggling you know, world. You know jugglers around that place, so you should tell them. Do you remember that guy who said, oh, I don't know any jugglers within 200 kilometers? And you said, I do. I do can't remember. Me- yeah, I can't remember, but... Uh, uh, maybe that was the guy. Was he in Pennsylvania? I can't remember. Or New Jersey or something. But there are jugglers around in New Jersey, I think. Um, but there's other people in Canada, some people in Ireland, some people in, in Surrey or Sussex or something like that. They're also saying that this is cool. And it's either, like I say, it's really cool or it's really scary that people get their views of juggling from this podcast. Because I wouldn't say it's a balanced view of juggling. It's certainly our... It is one. It is a view of juggling. I don't have any other view. It is the only one. I guess so. so. We do have strong opinions about performing and different bits and pieces, but uh, uh, here we go. Yeah, so uh, last week's podcast, I got lots of really great feedback. I'm not going to go through that because mainly I decided not to have another whole podcast about juggling and art straight away again. So I'm not going to go over feedback, but you sent me emails and I think I replied to most of the emails. But don't you think it's really cool that Luke did a podcast about art without me? I mean, that's just stupid. And then when he's doing a history about juggling in the internet, I have to sit through it. And then there's a topic that really interests me and he does it without me. Well, in the future... It's so unfair. In, in the next podcast, we'll go back over some of the feedback about juggling and art. But we're going to try and keep it a bit lighter today. Although there has been this great uh, topic, this you know the juggling and art topic on rec.juggling. And then Wes Peden put out his video called What the Duck and uh, What... What the duck is about his views on saying we should, like, young jugglers should be more adventurous and should be more creative and they should all try and change the world and should all try and do something new and interesting. And he's just sort of putting a challenge out there and saying, why isn't it with juggling? Um, which I agree with uh, in, in many ways. But the, the thing is that it was funny about it is that when he put that on, people would then go and respond on Juggling, And it's like in these two podcasts, or not in the podcast topic that I put on before, and in this one, it's like people have actually put in more thought about things when they're discussing online and debating online than they would do if someone just writes something. So if someone writes something online and then people respond to it, they respond in one way. But I think if people present their ideas in another format, say in a video or in a, on a podcast, and then people respond to it, I think they get more thoughtful ideas back or more thoughtful views back. I don't know. It's a strange thing, but I've really enjoyed that those uh, discussions because you know people, like I say, putting some thought into it, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, Otherwise, I'm not going to say anything more about Wes's video because maybe I'll talk on that subject more in the future. Um, the thing is, we've not actually done a podcast for the last two weeks or something, and the main reason is... I haven't done four. Four weeks. Well, since the BJC, yeah. But uh, the art one was the last one, so um, the juggling, or is juggling art, or can juggling be art was the last one. So we're going to lighten up a bit. The reason why we've not in been... In France, it can. In <laughs> France, yeah. Everything is art in France. So the reason we've not been doing podcasts is we've been watching TV. We got this uh, the season one of Heroes, didn't we? And well, we are not watching TV; we are watching DVDs. Yeah, well, DVDs of of TV shows, so it's might as well be watching uh, TV. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. We've been watching. We've been TV. I've been watching TV a lot. Yeah, but uh, we because we now put the the TV on the beam. 
Yeah, which is pretty cool. We've got a video projector in our room so we can watch TV on the big screen. But Heroes is pretty cool, and superheroes... Actually, I say it's pretty cool. The TV show is a bit crap, to be honest, in in many ways. Uh, have you not realised how how it's a bit a bit crap, like everything... I'm not going to go into the reasons why the TV show. This is not a, um, a TV review podcast. So we're going to go through superpowers and juggling. Not art and juggling. We're going from sort of high art down to very low art and uh, speculation and science fiction and fantasy and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's, you know, because we've been watching Heroes and, and I was just thinking before, this would make a good podcast topic. I mean, it's been discussed over and over again. What are the coolest... I'm a hero. What are the coolest superhero powers and stuff, but applied to juggling. Um, so first of all, let's just go through some of the things on Heroes, Polly. Okay, stopping time is the big one, I guess, with Heroes. How would that be cool? That would be so cool for juggling. You can't drop. You just stop before you drop, pick the club up, like out of the air again, and juggle on. Well, and the coolest thing is, because you stop also the audience, they won't notice. Of course. I mean, it's just the best thing ever, isn't it? I mean, I really liked it in the Heroes. We're not going to spoil it too much because, you know, these are sort of generic superpowers that you expect to pop up during the during the uh, TV shows. But at one point, a guy stops time and um, and he collects something out of the air. And did you notice when he threw the things that he collected out of the air back into the air again, they stopped in exactly the right place? It's like he doesn't even have to worry about where he throws stuff. They just sort of like end up where they should be, sort of in the closest approximation, which I think is pretty cool for juggling. Um, next up, uh, Flying. How could we do flying with juggling? Um, I don't know. It would just be entertaining to fly. I mean, come on. Well, I was thinking before. You remember? Uh, oh no, you, did, you weren't there then. Actually, when we were doing the um, when we were at the tropical island convention, we mentioned it on the podcast, and we were doing the bouncing, and I was bouncing, or no, Jochen was bouncing on the um, on the trampoline, and we were doing a, a, a seven club pattern on two counts, and he was doing takeouts on each bounce. Did we show you the video of that? I'll show the the pictures of that. What is that? I'll just I'll just show you this uh, on the on the Facebook. One second. Yeah, okay, that same kind of that same kind of thing. Where is it? Anyway, so uh, so there we go and I I would think that's the wrong picture. So I think that would be pretty cool to do sort of like flying around takeout. So two people passing nine clubs or something and one person flying and swooping through the middle of the pattern, taking it out and zipping around and dropping it back into uh, dropping it back into the pattern again. I think that would be a pretty cool juggling superpower to have. Anything else with flying? I can't even think. There's the picture. Look. Jochen bouncing while Luke and Flo plus seven clubs extreme takeout. Woohoo! That photo is on the Facebook group if you want to check that out. Okay, um, time travel, going back in time, not stopping time, but actually time travel. How would that work with juggling? I, I wrote some notes down here when I made this list up, and I didn't put anything. I, I, okay, I know something. Go for it. You could like a really creative juggler. You just go in the future. Steal his tricks, come back <laughs> and do the whole show. <laughs> that would before work. Before he's performing it, yeah. no, before he's even thinking of it. Yeah, this is actually one of my, my one of my great fantasies in life. Fantasies in life is to when I when I accidentally get transported back in time to a previous thing because I think I, it might happen one day to me. If it doesn't happen, um, I want to be back there, and of course I'll know all culture from the West. Well, not all culture, but I'll know a lot of culture, and people will say, "Oh, okay, I need this," and I'll just be able to write a song, right? Writing songs would be really easy if you get transported back because you'll be able to do that. I would be the best juggler in the world and the most creative and interesting juggler in the world. Like just like with them, um, go back and like ten years 
Uh, that's all you need to do in the juggling world. And I would be able to do sort of like the sideways Diablo, the vertex Diablo, and everyone would be just like, wow, this is the most amazing thing ever. Or two Diablos. Or two Diablos, <laughs> yeah. Me, if I go back, say, 20 years, I'd be the best Diablo. You just want to be the hero no. in the in the past. No, that's not it. But also, whenever I read about a subject or I find out about a subject... <gasps> one second, let me just finish. Whenever I read about a subject or think about a subject, I always want to know enough about it so I could understand it. So if I went back to the point before it was discovered, I could recreate that technology or recreate that thing. And I think that would be a really cool thing. So even if I get taken back 200 years, I'd be able to go, ah, the internal combustion engine, here it is. But I wouldn't because I would use my powers for good and not introduce... I'd introduce clean technology. It's about juggling, Luke. I know, but this is just my big fantasy. Yeah. That I would go it back. is about juggling. I know, but I actually try to put it on juggling, <laughs> but it's and just... not to think. Oh yeah, I would do a bet on whatever. Okay, all like, of... frap. I'm not doing everyone a bet on whatever. Saying... I'm just saying it's always been my great fantasy. It's always been when I would find out about something in life, just a normal topic about science or anything. I always want to understand it to the point that if I accidentally get transported back in time, I would be able to create that technology. Anyway, you were saying, Polly, just before I just want to finish that thought. Um, yeah, I was saying that, you know, these kids. No. These kids that can juggle anything. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of things. Um, they can just do it because they know it's possible. So when you go 10 years in the future and someone is doing four, five, six Diabolos or whatever, yeah. then you can come back. And you can do it because you know it's possible. But the thing is, then I have to be young, so I'd have to go to the future, find out what's possible, and then go back in time and tell my... One of the things is just you have to know it's possible, and then suddenly it's easy, everyone is doing it. The thing is, uh, is a confession for me, it's not like that. When I find out something's possible, I still need to put in so much work, I still need to train. But then you... You can do. I'm just saying, I'll go forward in time, find out what's possible, then go back and tell my 13-year-old self what to do, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say there. So here we go, regeneration. So when you, when, you, when you hurt yourself, you get better miraculously. Any ideas? Stunts. Yeah, that's what I put down. Handy oh, for really? chainsaw juggling practice, <laughs> um, or maybe playing combat or something. You could just have the most violent games of combat against each other. And if two oh, people, you mean when everyone is? Yeah, when everyone is like. Yeah, that. but then it's the same again. Yeah, I guess it's then not. It it, change. I guess I it's guess not superpower. <laughs> if everyone's got the power, it's not like a heroic superpower, is it? It's just like okay, check this out. Becoming ghost-like, being able to pass through walls and stuff. Would be handy for a magician, but not for <laughs> Magicians would be really handy. No, what I was thinking before is that whenever I used to do footbag and football stuff and, and catching stuff on my feet, my knees would always get in the way. So I'm thinking that what I need to do is be able to throw a ball. Like, say, if you lean forward and throw a ball, your hand is solid, but when you let go of the ball, you make yourself be able to go through something like that. And then the ball can pass through you, so you can do juggling patterns, like behind-the-back juggling, or juggle in front of you. Yeah, well, like that's the thing. Like you juggle in front of your body, and then you can just move your pattern so behind you with the balls going through your own body. And you wouldn't be hurt as well. I mean, the club can just no, you can be hurt. on your hat, and you it falls through. Only if he can see it coming, because that's the point in the film. It's only when he knows something is going to hit him that he turns himself. But you can look at the club and think, "Oops, that'll be my hat." And you don't have to move your hat away. It's the same if you if you can stop time. You know, this is all these different things. Okay, how about this one? Split personality. You know how that woman on she got split personality? I think that just doesn't help at all. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you could pass with yourself, but I think it's more in your mind than actually real. Yeah. I mean, you could just pass with Nathan and it would be the same. <laughs> maybe. 
Actually, I've done that before. I did actually do this. Um, have you seen the video that I did? No, I never managed to get that video to you because Nathan's still got the copy of it where I go on stage and I walk behind a screen and I hit my head and another me pops out of my ear uh, like, and then there's, there's shadows behind me. You know, it's all done with special effects. But I've actually done that on, on, on stage. I have done a split personality thing on stage. Um, radioactive guy. No. Nothing except lighting fire torches, I guess. Um, yeah. Fixing... And, and destroy your whole audience... Yeah, that is true. My special power is I give everyone cancer. Great. Um, so fixing electronics. Helpful for a job, yeah. Not so much helpful for um, uh, a super powerful juggling, except if you buy the pass pass glow balls and the pass pass glow. I just wanted to say something like that. <laughs> Because I'm not sure if that is because we're only up to episode sort of what is it eleven or twelve, but there's this the little kid when he touches something he can fix it. But it seems like only electric stuff. Um, you, have you noticed that? Yeah. He fixes the telephone. He takes his laptop off. Watch the film with. You. I know, but sometimes you're not quite up to speed because we're watching it in English, and sometimes he's like, "What's what's what's the conversation?" <laughs> but not the pictures. Yeah, when he touches the telephone and it fixes, you know, it's it's quite obvious that's his. Thing. Again, we're not spoiling anything here because it's not like what super who has what superpowers is is um is what's important okay reading people's minds telepathy go also handy for a magician <laughs> yeah but that's just we're talking juggling here yeah but I can't see if I was thinking check this out passing so there's a big group of people on stage or two people passing on stage and the audience is watching them so instead of like when like the Sean Gandini you'll freak show. out when you would hear all the thoughts it'll be like oh shit will I get that oh no oh no what's that pass shit oh no yeah, but if you sort of and train that yourself, of five people. No, but I'm saying in the Gandinas they do this great, Higher, they, they do this Higher, great thing, shorter. and <laughs> it is a great thing. And Sean's going, Hup, and yay, and next time, and now, and One. eight, and stuff like that. But if you could just do that, um, and they could just do it, and on stage you could have a lot slicker. Well, maybe not slicker stuff, but anyway, I quite like seeing the Gandinas shouting at each other and saying, Hup, next up, whoopsie, one, two, and everything like that. But if they could do it telepathically, I guess it would be a cool superpower to have. Okay, how about this? Sean would be even more confused then and like how about this convincing people I don't actually know what the technical term for this superpower is but there's a convincing person you would have a lot of juggling partners then oh yes you will pass with me you will make an act with me no but her voice sort of drops down like <laughs> Anthony Gatto <laughs> Anthony Gatto do something interesting and he's like okay no, it'd be good because you could get people to do what you wanted to. You could go to West Peden and say, Wes, do this trick. And he'd be like, okay. And, you know, lots of different things. And West Peden could use it on other people. He could go, everyone else, be as interesting as I am. And they'd all go, yes, Wes, we will. And eat donuts. Yeah, but then it would be, <laughs> be really boring again. No, I don't know. I think I think there's I think there's the convincing people. I also just put here in my notes. It's like in my show, I just say to everyone, I said, you've had a fantastic time in this show. And everyone goes... Good yeah. show, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Clap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how about this? I think that's my favourite. What, the convincing people? Yeah. I think that is a great juggling superpower from heroes. Okay, here we go. Um, painting the future. Not very handy, except maybe an hour act, but I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, for our act, it would be perfect. But the thing I is... Paint like a drop. <laughs> I don't drop. Kicking yourself in the face. If I could kick myself in the face, if I was that flexible, I'd be really happy. Having a splinter in my finger. 
but you wouldn't paint that because the thing is you don't need to paint the 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 future in our act because you're painting what happened. I could paint the audience going crazy about our act because you said you like that act. Okay, so I'll be the convincing person. You can no, be no, the. I'm I'm the convincing. <laughs> oh, you'll be both. Actually, yeah. you could if you could convince people by by writing and stuff like that. So just write enjoy yourself, and everyone goes ooh like this. So maybe it works both ways. Anyway, next up, memory, super memory. What is that? You know, the, the the girl, we just saw it in the episode, the girl who can remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really cool. I mean, you could perform in every country in the world because you could learn the language. Pretty cool. I never actually thought of that. That's pretty cool. Like. street shows in France. <laughs> I could do street yeah. shows in Germany. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I would give that power to you. What, so I could remember German stuff and I'm not like, yes. what? what's bag and what's table? Uh, wouldn't, uh, uh, anyway, uh, so that's pretty cool. So I'd. Tish and Tasha. Tasha. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, different things. Uh, so I was thinking before, it's like you could just read Charlie Dance's Encyclopedia of Ball Juggling and just go, don't need to read that again and just read juggling books and just like have like memory of every juggling trick that you need to know and stuff like that. And you could just watch the Site Swap DVD and it's like 11 hours worth and you just go, yep, that's all in there. But I think that'd be a bit boring because I actually really like reading stuff more than one. The languages would be really cool. What, learning languages? Yeah, to do different shows on different continents and different countries. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, here's the best one though. Telekinesis, I think is the word for it, where you can, you, you know where... Um, you can grab something and push things around without touching them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, that is the ultimate juggling power, but I think it that takes it into the realm of not juggling anymore because it's a bit random if you can just, like, with the power of your mind, just throw things around. I think juggling has to use the hands or the body somehow, otherwise it's just just special effects. But it's just one person who can do that. That would be fine. It would be cool if I'm a juggler and I've got a friend who can do telekinesis. And then when I throw stuff and it goes a bit wrong, he can just go, no, back to Luke's hand. And it would just come back down towards my hand. I think that would be the cool thing. So I could, he would be my safety net. So if something's about to drop on the floor, say I can juggle uh, like something really valuable, like some Ming vase or something, and I'm about to drop it on the floor, my telekinesis friend, my telekinetic yeah, friend... He's sneezing that moment and <laughs> and you drop it. Yeah. It could be... Or the thing is he would he would play tricks with me and sort of like uh, like make it drop onto the floor, but almost I'm like, nah! and then it's not quite and stuff like that. So you could actually really screw with people's patterns. Actually, that would be the best thing if you're playing combat or you're taking part in the WJF competition. You just put mild telekinesis and just sort of like knock people's clubs slightly out of the air and make big collisions and other people's patterns and you go out there and you don't use your telekinesis power for juggling but you just use it to knock other people or maybe with com- combat as well you can just go and you don't actually hit the club but you pretend to hit the club and it just goes flying as well pretty cool yeah anyway um oh yeah and also the uh the the power which is to copy other people's power which you find out in about episode two of heroes uh, i'm not quite sure how well that would apply to to other superhero powers but i was thinking just before that if but you can't work with it because you would have had all the people around you all the time yeah but i'm just thinking no no because there's a the person goes to the toilet and you just lose your power for that moment but i'm just thinking the power to be able to copy anybody's pattern so somebody comes up to you and say hey luke check out this pattern and i'm like yeah, and just pick up the clubs and do exactly the same thing. And they're like, hey, can you do this trick? And I'm like, no, yes, 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 I can do it. different. That's no. not taking over their power. That's taking over their pattern. I know. That's the, it's got nothing to do with that power. No, but I'm just saying an equivalent power in the juggling world is, is just when somebody shows you a trick, you can immediately do it, but only when, when they're standing next to you. get better than someone. 
No, but the point is that you... You will just always be equal than someone else. No, but, only, the best person in but only when they're next to me. So when I'm next to Anthony Ghetto, I'm as good as him. But when I'm not next to him, I'm crap. So I still need to practice my own skills for when I'm juggling by myself or when I'm doing anything by myself. But when I'm in, in say, a room full of people, I'll always have all of their skills and be able to pass with them at the same level and be able to do the kind of things that they do. So I actually think the being able to... On an EJC uh, gala show, you would be really good because all the jugglers are watching or do they have to juggle so that you have no I think I've got to see their skills I've got to see what they can do to be able to copy them because it's not just or maybe I don't I don't know I'm not sure how I'd have to really think this power out a bit more I guess it's very important <laughs> that you do okay so uh other super oh actually I was looking back uh, I just made me think about this stopping time did I ever show you my old um uh website where Anthony Gatto's Juggling Secrets. If you go to lukeburge.com forward slash archive and then click through the links and, and find the the site called uh, Juggling Stuff, nine ball flash, it's under Juggling Stuff, go all the way down and there's this thing called um, Anthony Gatto's Juggling Secrets. Check out this little anim animation that I made here, probably of me stopping time. So check this out. Three balls. Oh. Cool. Great. Anyway, so uh, there was another one that I made, which I, I really like this one that I made, which is juggling in two dimensions. So there's me, and I juggle. I was going to make this animation better, but then I got a bit bored of it and didn't stop doing it as well. But I actually th really think that being able to, to, to move out of three-dimensional space and move into two dimensions so you can just sort of flatten yourself and everything goes flat, um, like so it's on a computer screen like this, and then you can you can move around. I just think that would be a cool superpower. not quite sure how it would work. But anyway, just check out these uh, two articles or three articles that I wrote um, um, and also the anti-dropoline episode. Listen to that as well. That's not so much a superpower, but stopping time. So I was thinking about some other superpowers. I wrote down the Incredibles. You know the uh, the Disney uh, Pixar film as well. And we have um, strength. You know, Mr. Incredible is really strong. Not quite sure how useful that is, except to do really, really high throws. Any other ideas of strong? No, Aaron Gregg can do chainsaws. Yeah, I but couldn't throw one chainsaw. I guess they're really yeah. You can do heavy props, and I guess oh, you can practice. Kilogram. I think that, yeah. He said six kilograms each, so he's juggling eighteen kilograms of props. I think I can't throw something like that and catch it with one hand. Okay, so if you were Mr. Incredible, you could juggle three cars, I guess, because that's what he does, doesn't he? You know, when he picks up the car and he's going to smash the car to bits, and then there's a kid watching. Anyway, I thought that was a great bit of the film. Um, so uh, elasticity. You know the mother. In the in the in the Incredibles, she just goes whoosh, like that, and her hands extend. I think that would be really great for wild catches and like, whoosh, whoosh. but um, and combat. <laughs> yeah, just reach over. Hey, I'm all the way over here. Sort of like Thomas Dietz, how he runs around in circles. You can just go, oi, and yeah. So elasticity, pretty cool for juggling as well. Um, invisibility. Again, not really sure. Really good for magicians, but probably not that handy for juggling unless you want to show. Depending, you do take out with an invisible person. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what she wrote down here as well. It's sort of like if you if you're juggling on stage and you've got an invisible partner who can do stuff like that, and you can throw the club up and they can take it out, swirl it round in a sort of like non um, gravity reliant way. And uh, I think finally in the Incredibles, there's the speed, which is um, just was his name Zip or Zap or. Zip. I can't remember the the boy's name from The Incredibles, uh, but he can just go really, really quickly and run really fast, and um, that pre pretty be pretty cool because I reckon then you could uh, pass with yourself. You could throw a club, run across quicker than gravity, and you could possibly do it, and then throw the club back again. So you could have a passing pattern with just you. Look as if 
two invisible people would juggle. If you move that quick, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Um, the Spider-Man I wrote down here, Jason Garfield once did a video where at the end of his video he throws a club off to one side and he goes like this, and this web shoots out and grabs a club and brings it back again. But yeah, I think that would be quite cool superpower, but Jason's already done that one on video. Um, I was just thinking to finish off... not a power when he's doing a, a special effect. But he's shown how cool it would be okay. to just go... Okay. Like that. Um... Do you like my special uh, special uh, special superpower sound effects there? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't like the microphone in my nose all the time. I'm sorry. Next time we'll give you your own uh, your own microphone. And um, so yeah, just to finish off, how about some uh, some special superpowers which aren't in TV shows or anything like that, or maybe they're in comic books, but I don't read comic books. But which would be cool for juggling, but not a lot else. Or maybe you know, I want these superpowers just for juggling. So my first one would be I would have two eyes in the normal places, but I'd have a third eye somewhere on the top of my head for better depth perception when looking up. So I think extra depth perception or having and on your back for back crossing that was my third one as well and um, being able to see behind you i think would be really handy especially in combat i think an eye in the back of your head but that would be oh, i think an eye that you could take out and put wherever you want to what like isn't it the three witches or something like that one of them's got an eye and one of them's got a, I don't a know, but you could take it out some, some mean, disney film i think yeah and, and then you put it in front of you so you can watch yourself juggling that you can see how it is that is a pretty good superpower to actually remote view your... So you your don't have to videotape yourself to check how it is. You just watch yourself. And but without actually having to concentrate any more than watching yourself at the centre. Hey, pretty good. That's a pretty good superpower to be able to... You can put it to the back of your head when you do back cross, on the top of your head when you try to, to catch a ball on your head. Well, let's say we won't have... Into your bottom <laughs> if you want to do... If you want to check your hemorrhoids or something... <laughs> <laughs> to do ass catches as well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm just thinking that maybe if you, uh, if you like, we won't say a third eye. Let's just say you have remote vision, so you can rove a, a different bit of of okay, perception. Call it. I'm just saying it's it's an Aww. idea there. Okay, how about this one? Instantly be able to be to tell what pattern somebody is juggling just by looking at it. So like a really complex passing pattern, which is a which is a a, a three 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 p two p one p three three eight. 7p everything like that and you just look at it and you immediately say you just see it once round and you can immediately see what the pattern is you can just write it down and do it yourself like that. I think that'd be a cool juggling superpower I wouldn't be interested in it at all I know you wouldn't be but like me, like Flo and, and Jörg they've put I this I would go to vet and dust with that what? I would go to vet and dust with it but the point is that would be a skill that only you have the superpower to do it and only other jugglers will be able to tell. So like I'm saying, it's useless for everyone except jugglers to be able to tell sight swaps just by looking at one ro- root uh, of the pattern. Okay, I don't care enough about that one. I think it would be pretty cool because like I say, the pressure like this and the, the other passing generators, they generate a power, but there's no such computer program where, that you can enter in so you can just show it a video of what the pattern is and then it just tells you outputs the uh, the causal diagram or outputs anything like that you've always got to enter it into the computer that can generate stuff but it can't tell very much so i think that'd be good uh, also in one of these sort of instantly being able to tell kind of uh, superpowers i think instantly be able to tell the spin of a club and the weight of a club and like you know when you pick up mixed clubs and you're passing it's like oh i'll have this club and that club and you pick them up and you go do these work together that you don't ever have to worry about that that you can randomly juggle any three objects or any three clubs or any three anything and even pass them to with somebody else and just pick them up and know exactly how they're going to handle in the air. I think that would be a cool juggling superpower. Again, completely useless for anybody who isn't a juggler. Um, 
I think that's a good one. Paula's just sitting there with a blank look on her face going, why do we need to do it? We'll just juggle BX3s and leave it at that. Of course, yeah, but, you know, it's it's good. Maybe the flying Karamazov brothers actually have this ability to be able to juggle any three objects. It'd be handy for the cruise ships. Why? Because they always ask, can you juggle me? Can you juggle this boat? Can you juggle this fork? And you could say, I can juggle all three of it the same. Well, I wouldn't be able to juggle the boat. I'm not saying yeah, that I'd be able to juggle... Because you're Mr. Strong as well. <laughs> no, oh, I'm, just say- I'm just saying that you're not, you're not able to juggle anything, but you immediately know how to juggle it and how it's going to handle in the air and how it's going to work. So, um, Also, uh, finally, in that kind of thing, when you're doing street shows, to be able to look at your hat and instantly know exactly how much money you've got in your hat just by weighing it. This is what's... It would be boring. I love counting the money. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying it would be really handy just to go, yeah... That's a that's a hundred and twenty euro show right there. No, please not. Okay, well maybe not. So uh, that's. Oh, I would like to have the power to to change the money after a street show, just with a click. What? So it's loads of loads of crap coins, and you just go click, and it's all notes. Yeah. Oh, it'd be really cool to do it back again as well. So you give someone some notes, and as they they put it in the pocket, and as they're walking away, you go click, and it all turns to change, and they just weigh the trousers on their trousers fall down. I think that would be a hilarious, hilarious. super hilarious, hilarious <laughs> in a kind of really crap, like bad superpower movie kind of joke. Yeah. What's your superpower? My superpower is money changing man. Wow, you can make anything into money. No, I can just change the denomination. <laughs> Or maybe if you if you turn up in any country and just go click and it's in euros and you're in dollars and you just click and it just does the exchange rate. That would be really handy as well. I'd need that Nothing one. Nothing to do with juggling anymore. No, but it would be fun. Um, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I going to do this or that? Or this? Um, how about this? So when you're juggling clubs and you're, you're doing like 10 clubs or something, like me and Jochen last night, we were practicing nine clubs, doing pretty well. And at the end, one of us would stop and the other one would carry on and our hands aren't big enough. So I just think the random... Yeah, no, no, not just big hands, but to be able to... Ten fingers on one hand. To be able to grow your hands at will. Not more hands, but just at the end of your juggling pad. Normal size pad hands and then just go... Four go. hands would be great. For Hold juggling, on. yeah. Let me show you this. Other you thing. could do your own takeout stuff. Own takeout stuff. <laughs> yeah, so check out this picture here, also from my old website. You see this little picture I did with this three-armed guy passing with an alien, passing with a robot. Three, arm- three arms are very handy, I think. Larry, <laughs> isn't it great? Um, so, uh, so no, I'm just thinking that not not more hands and not bigger hands all the time, but just bigger hands when you need them. So, like, I, I do 12 balls. Normal size hands all the way through, except when I suddenly need to catch six balls in one hand and just go bigger, 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 and increasingly bigger hands. Again, useless for anything except juggling and, and manipulation. Oh, and stuff. Massages. Oh, massages. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what? And other things. Okay. And also, you said bigger fingers, more fingers. They would be really handy to launch rings. Because, you know, when you're launching rings, you can have... Polar, stop it. Okay. We're talking about juggling. We're talking about juggling. Okay. So, when when you've got ten, six... Five, four rings in one hand. You put one of that finger, one of that finger, one of that finger, one of that finger, and then you can grab one there. So you can only pretty much fit five rings in one hand, four comfortably. But if you have more fingers, you can launch more rings. And I think that would be uh, really cool. Finally, I just think, I'm not sure if I've seen this before, but to be able to make gravity weaker in the area, in your sort of kinosphere, as they call it, in the area that you can reach to, just make gravity a little bit weaker at will, just in your area. I think that would be really cool. That would be the that would be the ultimate. Stop yawning, Polly. Make it look interesting at least. <laughs> Make it it's look. It's not a video podcast. Okay, yeah, but you're yawning loud. Turn the other way when you yawn. Um, 
So I think that's I think that's the final thing to be able to affect gravity just just very so close to you. Falls lower or what? Yeah. Or quicker. <laughs> quicker, yeah, quicker wouldn't be Very that handy. Yeah, wouldn't be. No, but it would but be you could in learn, combat. You could, you could learn, yeah, you could learn juggling easier when everything's slow, uh, working slower. Yeah, like my cigar boxes where I turn the music down. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was going to mention that before at the beginning of the podcast. I, like I said, I got some uh, cigar box. I've been doing that. I can't remember if I mentioned it last time how difficult cigar boxes are. But I've uh, written music at one speed and then I can slow it down and speed it up in the computer because of the s- music software that I'm using. And I'm so crap at cigar boxes. They're so difficult. It's like I'm practicing day after day. I'm not getting better at all. So I, I don't know how to practice cigar boxes. So it's not. It, I just can't transfer any of my other juggling skills across there. It's nothing to do with balancing. Just stop it. It's, it's anyway quite noisy. <laughs> I know it's quite noisy. Cluck, 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 cluck. It's, it's only cluck. ten minutes a day or something. Cluck, 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 bong. <laughs> Is that your cigar box impression? No, that's how you do it. <laughs> oh yeah, so um, so that's um, it's it's annoying. I want I want a, a super a juggling superpower that lets me transfer unrelated skills across there because to be able to do Diabolo is so different from any other juggling. But I I feel like I can sort of transfer skills across. But I, even just trying to do a pirouette with a cigar box, it's like a different pirouette than anything else because you're having to instead of having to get underneath the object when you catch it, you're gonna have to you have to come in from either side of the object to catch the cigar box when you do. And it's just really annoying. I just can't be asked with this anymore. Um. So, uh, yeah, any final superpowers that you can just come up with off the top of your head, Polly? I'm just a hero. What would you do if you had a hero, heroic power, Polly? No, I'm I'm just a hero. No. I don't have to have power. I am a hero. But if you could do anything as a hero, what would you achieve in the world? I think I would do, I would want the um, concerned paper one. (laughs) And what would you use it for, Polly? I would sell so many pictures. No, no. <laughs> in for the world, what would you do for the world? Pro- yeah, they would all have nice pictures there. <laughs> they would no. all be really happy. And what would that cause in the world? I would have a lot of money that I can spend and give to charity. And what would you achieve with the money in charity, Polar? The children are happy <laughs> and and fed up and stuff. I would achieve world peace. Oh. You well, you really please. you really didn't get that, did you? I no. thought you were joking, and no. I was really trying to. Con- oh, for goodness sake! That's your that's your that's your catchphrase in the podcast, and you're just nowhere near me. No, I think the convincing people would be really cool. I mean, just let me just check back through this. I actually think that my juggling superpower would be. Um, uh, I, I don't know, really. I think, to be honest, I think out of all of them, go for president as well. You'd run for president. <laughs> no, I think after after all of these, I think the becoming ghost-like, so be able to have objects pass through me. That's for me the boring. No, but it's like I won't get injured, and I could just like doing combat. I could just throw a club high. I'll be injured when I hit you with a club from behind. I know, but you don't know it. I I could say. Clap, bong, but it wouldn't be quick. No, I think actually it'd be cool because you know, like in the when the takeout stuff, you know, like I stand there, Jurgen Fleur either side of me, throwing clubs backwards and forwards. I think to be able to do takeout stuff and be able to not worry about clubs hitting me in the back of the head or clubs hitting you, I think that'd be cool. I'm not saying it'd be still hit you on the back of your head, except you have another eye there, and that's another superpower. I'm just saying, if it any one superpower, I for can't me, believe you just decided for the 
blah, boring. But the convincing people, and it's crap. That's not even anything to do with juggling. That's just a random... I would have the best show ever. You just have the Jedi mind trick. It's like, you are not... (laughs) This is not the people you're looking for. This is not the juggling... It would just be so cool. I'm just saying... Sure, it might be boring because you get everything you want all the time. No, but it would be a challenge. You'd have to practice your real convincing skills so you could actually do it without... No, actually, I'm going to go back against that. I think the BLs copy other people's juggling tricks, but only in their presence. So I can, when I'm by myself, I still have to practice to get better. But like when anyone says, can you do this trick? I can just go, yeah, and be able to do it. Because that is a really unique juggling superpower and one that I sort of just came up with a minute ago. Because... No, it's not because I'm so clever. I just think it's one of the more interesting ones for juggling. So um, that's about it, really. Uh, anything else you want to say in the podcast, Polly? No, because I said world peace already. No, <laughs> I did actually. Um, so I think world peace. I think it'll just come down to uh, send an email because we really enjoy the feedback. And if it's a if it's a good email, which is like you ask questions and stuff, I will answer them either on the podcast or just reply. And when it's about love, it's to me. Yeah, if you if it's just sort of like psychophantic praise just send it to polar um also if you want to uh, email in <laughs> i'll talk to you about it in a minute um uh, if you want to send in your own superpowers or any ideas for superpowers that you have or superpowers that we've mentioned that you can apply to juggling in different ways i think me and polar we we came up with quite a few fun things here but i'm sure we have you know in the last podcast there was around about seven eight hundred people downloaded it already so i'm sure getting another you know few hundred people people's minds thinking about this we could get a lot more um ideas in and maybe go over some of them in a in a future podcast and actually i know we're going to go over it in a future podcast because i've been there and checked already so um i think that'll do for now email to luke at juggler.net very easy to remember or polarbrendler at yahoo.com if you're in germany keep watching the show uh, to the perfect dinner on what's the channel vox seven o'clock at night so if you're in germany or you can somehow get hold of german tv if you're on the edge of france or in switzerland or something like that i'm sure you can get it there as well um check it out polar on tv cooking and juggling and her art and stuff like that thursday night is my night yep so keep up with that you can see our flat maybe uh, because we've been recording them offline as well so maybe we'll uh, we'll show some uh, put some links up on the facebook site to to uh, to a video oh no no because alex has made some videos we'll just link to them ones as well so that's it. Uh, thank you very much. Um, keep sending in your topic ideas as well. My name's Luke Burge, saying goodbye. Enjoyed that, that podcast. podcast.